Welcome to the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast. Our host, Oscar Endermo, will together with guests share proven, tested strategies for improving your life and business. At the end of each episode, you will learn how you can use technology to implement those strategies into your daily life. We want to help you bridge the gap from inspiration to implementation. Hi, this is Oscar, and this is another episode of the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast. I want to introduce my guest. I have a really interesting guy. He has he used to have the world record in free diving in one of the disciplines, and it's a very extreme discipline. Uh, he tells you more about it in the episode. And I think when you have elite athletes that do something extreme, there's a lot of things we can learn from that. So I'll go walking and talking with uh, my friend Mikael, and I'll give you his Swedish name first in Swedish, Mikael Asp. And in English, that would be Michael Asp. So I go walking and talking with Mikael, and he... Uh, shares his story about how he competed in uh, freediving and how he y- later used that to get into triathlons, the same principles, and also a few breathing techniques that you can use to improve your health, both physically and mentally, because freediving is very mental sport, because basically you're under the water with nothing but <laughs> holding your breath. So the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast is all about peak performance. It's about ha- living the good life. And a good life means good health, good relationships, and a meaningful purpose. And for meaningful purpose, many times we talk about running your own business. So we interview top performers in these fields, we pick their brains, we take out strategies from them, and at the end of each episode, I give you some ways on how you can implement what we talked about in the episode. So thank you so much for listening, and here's another episode. Together, we go walking and talking with Mikael Asp. Okay, so we're having uh, another episode of the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast, and we're walking and talking with smart people, what is what I call it. Uh, I'm still in Sweden, and I have a Swedish guest. Swedish people t- tend to be humble, so when I say smart people, they always cringe a little bit. But uh, yeah, I believe we have some interesting stories to hear today. <laughs> uh, English is both our second language, so you have to excuse us if we pronounce things wrong, but... So, Mikael, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yes. So, um, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, my background is uh, start with freediving in uh, '96. Yep. And then I have been competing and uh, make two world record in uh, hypoxia training. Hypoxia. Yeah. So, training. so just to sorry to interrupt, yes. but freediving for those who have no idea what it is, uh, what is uh, what is freediving? and swim as far as possible or hold your breath and uh, fall so long, be yeah. still, uh, apnea. Yeah, so diving without, uh, without the scuba diving gear, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we do it on one breath and diving so mm. deep as possible or swim as long as possible in a pool. Yeah, and your way of competing was as long as possible again? or what I was have competed in all uh, disciplines. Ah, okay. But then there are some uh, a special uh, discipline that mm-hmm. I have make world uh, record in. And that's, you can see it as a hypoxy, hypoxy. Uh, form. And that means that you train anaerobed without uh, oxygen. So just uh, swim as long as possible under the water, basically? No, that one is special. You swim uh-huh, okay. 16 Oh, yeah, this is the 50. one you explained to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you swim underwater. 50, 50 meter. meters. came up, can take a breath, and then swim again. But the watch are still going. And that's so. So it's getting the best time. Yeah, getting the best time. So yeah. my time was eleven 
minutes and 15 seconds. Okay, so anyone listening to this, if you can beat that. Then, uh, yeah, <laughs> so you're swimming. Careful. <laughs> yeah, so you're swimming underwater for 50 meters. You go yeah. up and take as many breaths as you want. Yes. And that's the breaths are included in the timing. So yeah, exactly. If you breathe too long, then... Uh, the time will be too long. Okay, that's a very interesting way of competing. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I get the new oxygen, uh, but I can't breathe out all the uh, CO2. And the mm. CO2 is the level when it's high up in the body. That's the level who tells you you have to breathe. Okay. So, so the purpose of this podcast is to a little bit find interesting people with interesting stories and learn some strategies. So at the end, we're going to talk a little bit of how this freediving applies to you as as a listener but now i just want to get in, into the background and you know so so you told me the first world record you only had for a short uh, time right yeah 10 minutes I think. 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so then what happened someone came and yeah i beat it with some seconds oh uh, okay and then i come back next year and i beat it with more than a minute so uh-huh, more than a minute yeah and so, after so, that yeah. i haven't seen the results uh, so do, do you still have the world record or no i think there's someone have beat it oh okay okay uh, and, and you don't compete in free diving anymore or? no but i start in the same time i was competing in free diving and even competing start competing in triathlon oh uh, yeah 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 so, that so tell mix, that story yeah that's the mix i have seen that i have uh, good results in the triathlon and i think i've big thing of it was uh, that I have trained freediving and I trained freediving at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So you told me before that when you, uh, as a result of this you trained less than the other people that was doing triathlons. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. But exactly. you still got good results. Yeah, exactly. So what was the secret? <laughs> so I think that some of the secrets is from uh, the training in uh, freediving and the training I did for the uh, hypoxia mm-hmm. training. Uh, and my own thing to look at it is like a high, uh, what you call when you train on high... Um, high altitude training. Yeah. yeah, high altitude training. And I try to look what, the, what happened with the body when you're training hypoxia. And mm-hmm. I can see it's quite the same. Yeah. You get, you have, now they have found out you get the EPO, mm-hmm. uh, natural EPO. Uh, when you're training, uh, freediving, mm. and uh, then you have the diving response yeah. when training freediving, and I think the diving response is one key to do really good results, even uh, when you do other sports and freediving. Yes. Yeah, so so you, 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 is it your lung capacity gets better, or you will? Yeah, well, well, yeah, exactly. Blood cells, something, because you get better and you get uh, uh, easier to ho- hold your breath. You get trained, actually, easy to to uh, uh, train your uh, lactrot level, uh-huh. and that's what gives you uh, the. So muscle. I can't. Tra- so then, when I compete in triathlon, I can push and still be on the high level of electrot le- uh-huh, okay. uh, when I compete. Uh-huh, okay. And the mind, of course, is, is still mental. And I, yeah. I know and I learn how to press a lot of energy out of myself when I was freediving. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I know when I am competing, I can yeah. go farther. Uh-huh. 
So, so back to the freediving training, yeah. when you did the world record, how do you practice? Do you practice just breathing or do you practice also like running or physical activity? Uh, or yeah, I, how do you prepare I, I love for to do everything, so, ah, so okay. running and swim and everything. But for the, for the um, hypoxy, I did this special uh, way in, in the pool, uh, series of uh, swimming under the water. Mm. Uh, and I cut down the recovery time the whole time yeah yeah so l- listeners don't try this at home just like that <laughs> no <laughs> get it's it easy, yeah exactly <laughs> it's, it's always when you're free diving it's always about the security yeah, yeah. Uh, and safety uh, safety when you are doing yeah yeah, yeah no, it's very important yeah. whatever i remember as a kid we were trying to do 25 meters and it's quite hard and 50 meters 16 times that's Yeah, interesting way of yeah. competing. So it? when you train, for, train uh, freediving, have some with you, said, and the people know what to do with if something should happen. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And if freediving is the blow tap talk, if mm-hmm. something happens. What does that mean? Uh, if if you black out, take up the person, take the equipment out of the uh, face, and uh, blow some air in the oh, okay, uh, so there's the face, a and then procedure. You, yeah, exactly. Uh. And then you. Uh, what you talk when you tap? The, uh, tap, yeah, exactly. Tap. Uh-huh, okay. okay. And then you talk. Okay. Too. And uh, uh-huh. nice to the person. Yeah. And the other ways of competing is going as deep as possible. Yes. And then also holding your breath as long as possible. Are those yeah, exactly. The three ways of competing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in in triathlons, when you compete in triathlons, how long do you swim? Uh, from 750 meters to four kilometers. And so could I mean, you have an advantage in that you took less breaths than the others when you? Uh, yes, that, that's easier. So 750 meters. How many breaths would you take on? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's. <laughs> when you compete, it's just uh, maximum everything. Ah, uh, okay. Just so just the distance. Push. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe it's in shorter distance. But you. of course, it's easier to get a better. Uh, uh, swim technique yeah. uh, when you don't have to breathe so much because you're also uh, you're tra- you're coaching a swimming team in Sweden right yeah, now yeah actually for one one and a half year back I start to uh, train yeah. uh, coach um, swimming team in the Södertälje swim selskap with yeah. Christian and uh, he let me start to do the hypoxia training with them uh-huh and breathing techniques and we have good results when the, we mix his swim training and my uh, hypoxia training okay and uh, the result is co- better recovery and better times or better times better times okay uh, and yeah strong swimmers in competition strong swimmers without breathing because in swimming competition 50 meters 100 meters Uh, all the breathing, it's, it costs you some time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that one we take down. Yeah. Yeah, because so, uh, when, when you swim, what, what are the distances they swim? The, the uh, all train? kind of distance, but mm-hmm. uh, the most we have seen is uh, on 50 meters. Uh, and even now we have tried and look at uh, how much they have to breathe in when I swim 100 meters so 50 meters one breath or how many uh, no breath on 50 meters uh-huh. is the goal uh-huh. and the most of them do it and they, they are quite young so they I think they are around 16 to 20 or about the swimmers okay. we train now 
And uh, most other swimmers, do they? Yeah, the most. Way? I think the, the goal is for uh, if you're senior swimmers in world, yeah, to take no 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 breath, no breath on uh, 50 50. meters. But in 100 meters, you have no goal at all to swim with with uh, less breath. breath. Uh, you just breathe as uh, yeah, you feel like. exactly. Because then you had a turn as well. Uh, yeah, and yeah. we have look and start to train, see how much they have to take, and uh, always a goal is no breath the last 12 meters yeah, yeah. Um, and that's uh, make if you train on it um, you can get the swimmer to feel really strong yeah. uh, in the 12 last minutes uh, meters instead of get um, uh, what you say if, yeah lose the power when you okay. hold the breath instead this the swimmer feel they get power to hold the breath breath the last 12 meters okay yeah. uh, and that's important meters yeah so uh, yeah this is interesting uh, so if you're not uh, into free diving but yeah. uh, you're a normal person and you maybe want to feel a little bit better better energy any like breathing techniques that they can do to improve yeah, daily performance kind yeah of. I, I i used it at my, myself and i I uh, used to when swimmers um, and even uh, students. I work as a teacher. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when they relax and try that, try that, and that is start just to find your your breath, and that's to hold your uh, right hand on the stomach, left hand on the chest, uh-huh. and then start to breathe just with the stomach. Yeah. Okay. So the chest should be still, and when you breathe in, the stomach should be bigger. Yeah. I mean, when you breathe out, the stomach should be smaller. Yeah, yeah. And they do that for a minute, mm-hmm. and then go over and do it just the chest. So you take the control and try to hold your stomach still as possible, and then just the chest open up uh-huh. and breathe with that one. And what's, for the a purpose, minute, what's the purpose of that? Yes, just to get test the, the testing. Yeah, yeah, and you get feeling of filling up the the mm. breath. And you can relax and and uh, uh, get it flexible. Yeah. And then after that, around one minute, just uh, the both you fill up first the stomach, then the chest. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, and then you relax. Breathe in, breathe out, the uh, same amount of oxygen. Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, quite quite that. You know, just relaxing, fill up, and then yeah. Force the breathe out, or just uh, le- no. You don't relax. have to breathe out. Force so much. Yeah, just <sighs> relax. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be a, a quite of uh, hyperventilation. Okay. Actually, yeah, yeah. because it's yeah. a forced. Uh, you have forced your breathing and, and start yeah. to. And for how long would you do that? A minute. If yeah. you get too dizzy or something like that, so you can feel it in the body, you can short it down to 30 seconds. Yes, so it should be feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. If you like to be uh, feel uh, the tingling sensation. Feel, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were talking about the Wim yeah. method the other day. Exactly. If you yeah. don't like that, you can start earlier. Okay. But around one minute, yeah. uh, and then after that, start to hold your breath. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a hold your breath and then count to about 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Slow. The time could be about 
30 seconds maybe. Yeah. And Let's then you uh, breathe out. Have a runner coming here. Let's see if he's breathing through his nose or yeah. his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, Anders that we interviewed on the podcast, uh, running past us here, and he uh, he's he's saying that when he runs, he breathes through his nose only. And so we were observing him as he passed yeah. here. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in Örebro, actually. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. very sunny, and we're walking along the river here in Örebro. So and. Uh, so would you do that this breathing exercise like every day, like once every day or something? Yeah, like this? you can do that every day. When you feel stressed, you can do it easy to come down. Yeah, yeah. And then you hold when uh, you have then uh, you lost your breath. Mm. You hold your breath for about count to 10, 15. Yeah. And then you take again and count up to 15, maybe. Mm. We full uh, full up your chest and stomach. We full uh, yeah. oxygen. Okay. So it's quite similar, like uh, this Wim Hof method, uh, method that we mentioned. If yeah. you search for Wim Hof on the internet, there's a lot of things that he does. But that's it's a different technique, but kind of similar. Yeah, it's quite kind of similar. Yeah. So, and you do this for about from so, five to ten minutes. Yeah. We 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 need to turn around here, yes. and the mics are short, so we need to be close to each other and yes. <laughs> keep uh, me warm because I live in Dubai and this is cold for me now. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, and uh, yeah, do you mention also something with stress, uh, like uh, these things that they also calm your mind a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you do good breathing, yeah, you you get, yeah, feel less stress in the body and in the mind. Yeah. I mean, if you look at all the meditation techniques, it always, almost always start with some kind of exactly. breathing, exactly. you know, focus on the breath. And yeah. this kind of thing, so. I found this is too easy to do, yeah. and you don't have to do some special, more special things. Yeah. Uh, so, the mental aspect of freediving, um, yeah. and I think the mental aspect in sport can be applied to everything in life. Yeah. And uh, so, how do you prepare mentally for? A competition, or, or how did you use to prepare mentally? Um, actually, uh, I've trained uh, mental training. Yeah, uh, a lot to set up gold and everything. And uh. then I have actually one way I really like: if you are uh, training uh, uh, for a competition mm-hmm. and you out and train, and you g- really get. The feeling of everything's good. You feel really strong in training, and you get uh, high on yourself yeah. uh, on, on the training. You feel this is so wonderful what I'm doing now. Yeah, and, and then that. competition day. Yeah, and that that when you are in that feeling, mm. I think it's really good to just pull in. Okay, what. This is the feeling I want to have on the competition uh, day. So the ideal uh, performance state kind of... Uh, yeah, so you, mm-hmm. when you're in that mood, are so happy and everything feels so good, yeah. I think that is a really good mood to even uh, set up goal and uh, set up the... Do the visualization. Yeah, exactly. Uh, would you work with triggers then as well? Like when you're in that state, do something with your body or something to, to kind of... Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, yeah, and then on competition, I actually just have fun. Uh, don't take out so much energy to concentrate your before your competition. Yeah. Because the when you really compete, that's when you shall be really uh, concentrate. Yeah. And that's the energy. So... Save the energy before instead of getting in and try to 
to get in meditation and concentration and mm. everything you have to do yeah. for go for um, make the goal for you. It's better it's just have fun mm. and then when you start, you close up uh, you close everything and you get into the bubble. Get into the bubble and start the yeah. meditation. And this, I mean, if you're listening to this and you're not an elite athlete, of course, this applies to your everyday life as well. I mean, yeah. if you, maybe you're in sales or whatever you're doing, you can use this, you know, peak yeah. states and then uh, try to yeah. visualize your goals when you're in a peak state and these kind of things. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. Um, what else? And uh, someone that uh, wants to get more fit. Yeah. What, uh, what are your... Just do it. Or what is your philosophy on exercise and fitness and training because you're a very fit person <laughs> yeah um, for, for me it's so easy it's just to do it like to say, yeah just you, do it. and I guess you've come to the point so you're yeah. addic- addicted to the training no? yeah, yeah actually for you it's probably the opposite if you don't train you feel bad or, or yeah and, and at the same time it's has it been like this always or yeah I've trained for so many years now yeah. so and I love to train. I love yeah. to feel the body are alive, and I am alive, and yeah. uh, feel the strength in body and body and everything. Yeah. Um, but I think it's what I have learned after all this year. Mm. Now it's uh, you have to uh, the Swedish word ödmjuk. Uh-huh. Be humble. Yeah. Uh, be humble mm-hmm. at yourself. At your body. And at your body and yourself. Yeah. Uh, that's so important. Yeah. Be humble. Yeah, because I, sometimes I meet people that are similar to you that they love to exercise and they tend to overdo it and then they get injured themselves. Yeah. And if you're addicted to the training and you injure yourself, you almost end up in kind of depression because. Yeah. You know, exactly. So I think you need to also listen to your body, no? Yeah. And, and do what you think is what is fun, and yeah. and if you don't have so have so much time, try to do the things you do with quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of go to the maybe if you go into the gym, yeah. uh, try to. Of course, if you think it's fun to drinking. Uh, protein shake and have fun with your friends. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. That's not wrong. It's yeah. good for you. But if you say you don't have the time because it takes so long time, <laughs> to be you should think, okay, is it really necessary to to be there and shit shut uh, for two hours? It's not the Maybe you can train it on 45 minutes uh-huh. and then you can feel good and you have can do it the whole time. Yeah. So, so do you uh, do you go to the gym or do you run what are your exercises? Uh? Uh, everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what I think is fun so I can this could be Bikram yoga, it can be some uh-huh. other kind of yoga, it can be pilates. Yeah. It could be running, swimming, bicycling. Mm. Uh, some kind of swimming crossfit and, and some type of weightlifting. Uh-huh. Everything so, I think is fun. I think everything is it's so fun and I like to okay. to change the uh, yeah. type of training the whole time. Ah, okay, so so one week would not be like Tuesdays you do chest and Thursdays you do legs or something. No, no. You will just do whatever. Yeah, I have yeah. some program. This is fun and I do it and then yeah. I try to be, get better in everything. And, so and, and big, see the have... small step forward and yeah. be happy for it. That's yeah. important. And yeah. every training, even if you try tired and everything, uh, there are always some part of the training you could be proud of. Yeah, yeah. And that is really um, good to look at and if, uh, take what you say take care of yeah see it and 
Ja. Yeah. Bikram Yoga, how long have you been doing that? Uh, I do it... Uh, uh, not uh, constant. Uh, okay. So I do it when, yeah, okay, it's cold. And today it could be fun to do it. <laughs> yeah. But I trained, train it for the first time I tried that one, I think it was for three, four years ago. Okay. And then I done it maybe 20, 30 times. But I think it's it's nice. Yeah. Three times in the winter I can go out, go away and yeah. do it. <laughs> I guess it's a good form in Sweden when the winters are cold, yeah. you know, you can yeah, it's nice. you warm up your yeah. muscles. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Any other uh, like lessons you think that the listeners can get from free diving, being a leaf athlete, that you know that applies to everyday life? I think if you if you love the if you love to be in the water, yeah, uh, I should recommend everybody to everybody to try try out the free diving. Yeah. Uh, from that, I think you get so much mental. Yeah, because uh, the, the, we were way. discussing this before that this uh, free diving is very meditative, no? Yeah. Because you're very really in the now and you know experiencing yeah. the sensations and. Yeah, exactly. So. There is no no place that I can get so fast down in deep meditation or whatever you will call it. Yeah. Uh, it's so relaxing for me to get down in the water, hold yeah. my breath, yeah. and um, get the diving response kick on and. Mm. The life is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, so you recommend everyone to test free diving, and if yeah. if, uh, if they want to do that, what is a safe way of just going to the swimming pool and yeah, and we're friends. Actually, read a little bit about it. Uh, yeah. Have a friend that could uh, save you and be a safety person. Yeah. Yeah. So look you up when you're swimming under the water yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you can start there's so much uh, different organization they um, when they make a uh, free diving course yeah. level one i think that is a good way to start and then you can do what you want after that but that learns you the ground how to relax under the water yeah. and uh, i think that's most important the safety and then you can relax them yeah, under yeah. the water and I guess not push yourself too much in the beginning eh? no so. and if you wanted to push yourself you have to it's better to relax and then start to push yourself and yeah. if you think I want to go see how long I can swim and everything have someone that know how to act when, if you if, are yeah. not when <laughs> I mean if <laughs> yeah, if you uh, yeah. yeah exactly um, any, any um, I know you're a mental trainer as per Professor Unestol, one of the Swedish, the pioneer of mental training, basically. You're certified yeah. under him, correct? No, no, I actually I'm not certified ah, okay. under him, but I've tra- done his uh, training program yeah, yeah. Uh, when I started up, and okay. then uh, I have. He was a teacher in, in some times when I go to the GEH uh, University and the university become yeah. a, a, a teacher for uh, yeah. a sport teacher, basically, or exactly. whatever you call it. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any meditation practice that you do now? Yeah, the like one daily? I uh, actually, actually, the one I uh, talk about uh, before, the breathing techniques. That, that's your hold leg- your breath, and then you. Yeah. Uh, that's my kind of uh, meditation, or more. Okay, and you do that daily, or? I try to do it yeah. in the morning, uh, or it doesn't matter. Just yeah, now yeah, in the morning if yeah. I have the time, I do it in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and then I actually swim with the swimmers when they do in the hypoxia I think I got one part of it there because mm. that is for me quite uh, uh, relaxing and mental 
meditating. Yeah, uh, meditating. You, you come feeling. into some alternative states of mind. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, any other lesson from freediving that applies? Not, uh, I mean, not only freediving, but you know, being an elite athlete, you know, putting discipline and these kind of things. What do you, mm. any thoughts on that? I mean, be, yeah. doing freediving and a triathlon athlete on an elite level. Yeah. And also, I assume you worked at the same time because triathlon is not that much money in it from what no, I understand. I have always worked at the same time. So yeah. I have never come to be a... I have never... And actually, I don't know if I want to be a pro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really... I like the life that. when I have different things to do. Uh-huh, yeah. So, so for and then me I have that, to get so good at, as possible if, yeah. out of that. So for me, that shows that you have discipline, you know, that you... <laughs> That yeah. you really so any thoughts on how you can cultivate discipline and maybe persistence, which are I think key yeah. skills in life. Yeah, <laughs> actually I haven't think about the answer on that one. <laughs> For yeah. me, it's just to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. just a part of my life, and I have been since I was yeah. a uh, child. So yeah. I okay. always have been training in some yeah. way. I think. Uh, That, that is the key that uh, get into the turn it into habits yeah. so when they look at these things that uh, they use the discipline to turn it into habits and once it's a habit it doesn't take any discipline no because it's part of you yeah yeah so, exactly <laughs> and i but, but uh, when you start up i think it's good to have uh, yeah. um, start easy don't yeah. make so st- big goals start easy okay this is what i start with Training maybe yeah. two ti- two to three times in the week, so yeah. maybe two in the start. So in the beginning, stop here maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, we, I was doing a, a course for entrepreneurs in Dubai, uh, uh, like last year, two years ago or something. Yeah. And we we're talking about uh, do, developing a, a morning routine. Yeah. And I said, these are, these are the things that would be good for a morning routine. And everyone was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But then it was like 15 components, and the trick is to do one for two weeks and then add the second after two weeks but one yeah. of the guys he wanted to do all 15 the first day yeah so now he woke up six in the morning he did meditation he did exercise he did and he did that for two three days but then he couldn't keep up with it uh, exactly so you take one <laughs> discipline at a time and then add to it yeah more and more so maybe stop here and uh, any last uh, comments or ideas for the listeners Strat- strategies they can use to uh, improve maybe their fitness or I think it's uh, try to concentrate on your breath mm. and then uh, actually train to hold your breath yeah and then see what comes out of the life after that yeah, yeah. start to do it for yeah maybe a month yeah daily yeah, some daily, kind of breathing yeah, routine yeah. I think that's uh, a good yeah. one you can have a Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's easy. You don't have to go to an expensive fitness center. You can no. just do it at home. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can do it in the bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good way of waking up, waking yeah. up actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I compete, I always before when I was competing freediving, the most morning I always start with holding my breath. Okay. But what's uh, your longest? Uh, seven minutes. Wow. On the on training, yeah. and then off, over six minutes on competition uh-huh. yeah so uh, when you did the tri- triathlons uh, yeah. when you do your biking and running how do you focus on the breathing like what do you do with the breath yeah that's good uh, you s- told me you have talking with Anders yeah 
uh, and I meet him I think about 2007, six around there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, after that, the most important thing I, I get out uh, is when I bicycle, always uh, breathe through the nose. Mm -hmm. So you, you do that? Yeah, that's yeah. a key for me in, in the yeah. bicycling. But when you uh, really push yourself, can you can you keep no, it? The, no, yeah, no problem in the, yeah. on the bike because yeah. I have the problem that I get, uh, I the feel legs. the legs, yeah, they uh -huh, feel uh, heavy okay. before, and then I have no breathing at all. I don't, it don't was hard for my breath, mm. and then I start to to breathe with the nose, and after that I feel the balance be mm. between the the feeling in my legs and how I breathe. Okay. Uh -huh. And when I run, I always even breathe with the nose, uh, yeah. uh, but not when I go up to uh, intervals. Yeah. Then, then I start. Then I you open up. Yeah. yeah. Now I can't do yeah. it with the quality yeah. in that time. Yeah. Okay. And swimming, it's hard to do it with the nose. But actually, yeah. if I have time uh, between when I do the hypoxia training and if I have time, so I can. Uh, breathe with the nose, take off my nose clip. Yeah. Uh, I do it. This, okay. Yeah, I, I really, uh, and I, I, that's a part of, I always uh, mm. think of breathing through mm. the nose. Okay, so to the listeners, I think uh, the lesson is to, uh, to breathe and yeah. <laughs> to do it consciously, breathe consciously sometimes. Yeah, and, uh, that's and then stop breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the rest for the body and the rest for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, your, is it your girlfriend or your wife that is also a freediver? Yeah, exactly. She also, has some, uh, she also has some world records. Yeah, she took some world record. Now it's uh, broken, but yeah, she has yeah. a world uh, For uh, holding or for, for... For swimming underwater without fins in pool. Okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, let's see if maybe you can have her on a future episode as well. Let's see, because yeah. she's also a, a coach and a mental trainer, I believe. So yeah, she is. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Excellent. Okay, so thank you so much for listening, and uh, I'll um, maybe I'll see you in Dubai, and uh, if you can go free diving in Dubai, yeah, I'll be on uh, <laughs> the shallow waters, and you'll be down there on 12, 15, 20 meters, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think so. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, thank you. So there we go, another episode of the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast. And here we go with some ways you can implement what we talked about into your daily life. First, try the breathing technique that he talked about. So he said, first, I interrupted him a few times, but basically it was like this. Put your one hand on your stomach and one on your chest and start with maybe one minute of breathing and just expanding your belly out and in. And then after that, you do one minute with the chest only. And then after that, you do one minute starting with your belly and then your chest. And then after that, you do take a deep breath, breathe out and hold it for 10 to 20 seconds. And then you breathe in and you hold it for 10 to 20, 10 to 20 seconds. And uh, try this technique and uh, it's very meditative and uh, it will improve uh, your lung capacity and everything. So it's a nice, nice way of getting into a calm state of mind. And uh, I mean, we use technology to... Uh, Put, so put in the calendar uh, two, three times when you're going to do this. So lock it down in the calendar and uh, take out your phone, put just blocks in your in your calendar and put breathing technique. Try, try breathing technique. So you make sure that you really do it. Second thing is he talked about getting into the ideal performance state. So he said when you are in a really... A positive state use that as a memory to pick that up in a later uh, 
use that memory to elicit a positive state again. And in strategic tech coaching, the way we do this is that you snap a picture. You're doing something that you're really excited, something that makes you happy, you know. And you take a picture of that and you put that in a separate folder. So eventually you have a collection of these memories. And then whenever you want, you can take out your phone and just stop at that picture and go relive the memory and you re feel the emotions again and then after that you can go into your future and just visualize your future and you you feel the same emotion as uh, doing that positive memory so that's another way on how you can implement what we talked about through technology so some calls to action subscribe to the podcast we have of course more interesting guests coming up and uh, if you haven't done it i would really appreciate if you could leave a review on uh, itunes about this podcast and i would really appreciate if you could leave a positive review wink wink <laughs> and of course go to strategictechcoaching.com and go to uh, procrastinator eliminator if you haven't done so and sign up for the free course there's a uh, several videos with great tips and tricks on how you can get more productive get more things done and reduce procrastination in your life also if you we, this podcast will maybe release two episodes every month so if you miss me you can go to youtube and search for strategic tech coaching and go to my channel there and i have plenty of videos i recommend the book reports which are short actionable uh, book reports with some of the best personal development books out there we just uh, summarize uh, some main ideas from these books and do uh, action items from these books about around five minutes so that's something else that i recommend you to do and yeah i'll appreciate you as a listener so thank you so much for tuning in and i'll see you next time Thank you for listening to the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast with your host, Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.